Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 2 of The Polycast Show. I am your host, Marshall Matters, and today we're going to be talking about how Canada has completely failed to present itself for the current events that are currently happening within our country. So, recently there's been a lot of, like, things going on in the world. Everyone knows, you know, the whole invasion thing, Russia invading Ukraine. I've somehow managed to go this long without having to talk about any of that in my podcast. Um, however, <clears throat> that is currently happening right now. And that has also put a lot of things such as wheat, oil, grain, and other commodities that are large in both of these countries, either uh, fully sanctioned or they're just simply not getting out of the country at all. So, we have a dilemma, and we could have possibly a solution. On top of that, um, uh, Russia is Europe's largest exporter of oil, I think by 42%, in which case um, Europe is stuck on the oil teat, if you'd say, of of Russia. And, and that has placed a precarious situation, and that has been casted over Europe, in such a way that has put Europe in such a vulnerable um, um, place. Europe will survive this. It's not like it's gonna. You're gonna see um, um, black cityscapes and like complete outages. That's not going to happen during this energy crisis that Europe is currently facing. Uh, however, there is uh, some other things that have uh, come up that require further attention as well. So, first off, uh, the one thing that Canada definitely has an abundance of is oil and natural gas uh, reserves. And, 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 and these, these untapped reserves are, are very, not only good for our economy, but they're also a key player in making sure that majority of the Earth tries to wean itself off of fossil fuels and gets it into a green energy state. Now, <clears throat> there is a bit of an irony here, and I think most aren't really lost on it, that in order to get your country off of oil, you need to use oil to get yourself off of oil into renewable energies. Uh, that, that, that is not an oxymoron lost on people. Everyone knows that when you're driving your Tesla, there is a, some form of petroleum somewhere along the line that makes that Tesla actually operate and there <laughs> there's still a use for hydrocarbons and as soon as people realize that and understand that the the better everything will be long term uh i say that Canada has really failed in this department in trying to get our goods to the global and uh, a massive scale that it could be in order to uh, retain some form of influence over the world. Now, uh, the last couple of years, we've been parading ourselves around as the <laughs> the the 
enlightened green energy nation that wants to shut down oil and wants to squash it out and and everything like that and the same with europe europe wants to be the first continent to be all green and all this and all that but it's not going to happen and in doing so they inadvertently push themselves on the dependency of coal and on the dependency of oil just not in their own backyard they're basically nimbies for oil <laughs> and, and in doing so it hasn't resolved the climate crisis hasn't resolved any part that could induce climate change or any of that sort in in, in fact it, it's only made it worse and 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 our country could be able to use natural gas to get other countries weaning off of petroleum altogether and natural gas is a better form of of energy source than in petroleum or crude oil and so getting other countries weaned off of that includes we actually still have to refine it and make it and send it out it's i know it's not great people don't like it because it's not green but there is green ways that we can extract natural gas and turn it into liquid night or liquid natural gas or lng so, and then and, and doing so, we can still get Europe off of Russia. In doing so, we can get, you know, America off of Russian oil. We can get everyone off of Russian oil because we have ourselves gotten off of everyone else's oil except for Middle Eastern oil. And so, it's just absolutely ridiculous that our country has yet to set that up. And in doing so, the other thing that the country has failed to set up, and this not just, this isn't just the liberals, so I'm not going to sit here and just blame the liberals for this one, because this goes back about 30 years, and this encompasses both conservatives and liberals who have botched the military, botched our defense spending, botched everything. I remember years ago, I think it was 2016, 2017, uh, Mr. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said that he was going to increase the military budget spending up to 3% of the total GDP. Okay, great. You finally, everyone acknowledged it. People were excited. And then nothing happened. Nothing happened. They delayed the, the, the polar icebreakers. They delayed the, the CSCs. They delayed almost every single ship that could be used by the military. Ah, completely delayed, completely botched. And it wasn't just till recently that the Russian invasion just happened, but before that, um, the CSCs were also dumbed down. They were going to be like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna scrap this, we're gonna scrap this, we're gonna scrap this, we're gonna scrap this, we're gonna not add this, but it'll be this and this and this. And now, because... <laughs> Because Russia now invaded, they're now adding all this tech, all this armaments, all this stuff, all these missiles and everything like that. And it's going to be the most powerful freaking ship that the Earth has ever seen. And it took 30 years and a war to finally get the government off their asses to do it. And we've completely bundled it up to now. We have no way currently at this point until we get more manning and more equipment and better equipment and top-notch stuff because it's not just our ships yeah we need a whole new fleet we need like 
even additional more ships than just the CSCs. We probably should get an amphibious like assault carrier for helicopters. We need a ton of things. And yet our government has never gotten it. And not only that, our government has neglected the the Air Force to the point that our Air Force is a laughing stock. It's out of commission at this point. And 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 Mr. Trudeau wants to sit there and go off antagonizing the Russians when we have no military backup to back them up. Our military is nowhere near nowhere near the same size. There's about 60,000 people in our military, about 30,000 of which are actually fighting capable. 30,000! Okay. 30,000 people, and Russia has a military of 2.3 million. Where does one get off when you don't have the military power? When you haven't backed up your resources, when nothing's going to the world stage, you have a banking crisis, an inflation crisis, you have <clears throat> like you, you, mass protests across the country, and you haven't fixed anything, and yet you have the balls to go to Germany, to go to Latvia, to go to all these places to try to piss off the Russians in your fancy little coat and your minorities that you parade around by your side. And, 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 and say, (laughs) and piss them off, yet you can't even do anything at your home. Like, everything's a shambles here in Canada. Why are you out there doing anything? Like, least of all, Canada shouldn't even be getting involved in any of this. I understand that, like, we have a large Ukrainian population, and I understand that Russia invading Ukraine is a terrible thing. That's unequivocal. Everyone can agree that that's a terrible thing. But there is also pre-existing conditions that have set that up. We have troops on the border of Russia, and they've been there since 2014. And we have the audacity to say that they're the aggressor? I mean... There is plenty of things in our country that needs fixing right now. And we are lagging behind in almost every single conceivable way. And there's no... There's no way that... I'm at a loss for words. Really. I'm at a loss for freaking words. Like, everything's a shit pit in this country. And our leaders have the audacity to go out there and try to... Oh, and and don't even get me started on this whole thing. Like, what was it? Like, two days ago? About two days ago. It was... It's about 42 hours now? Yeah, since... Okay, so about... It's been 42 hours. And since since the Prime Minister of Canada posted on his Facebook page and his Twitter... That, that we we stand in solidarity with, with democratic rights and and we always uphold democracy in its truest form. That's why we're sitting down with yada 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 in, in I think it was in Munich. And this man has the willpower to go out there and talk about democracy after he himself single-handedly destroyed it in his own country. He has used unprecedented government powers to crack down on protests, which, and then go back and change the law afterwards to make everything that they did illegal 
after it was already done, which, so what was not illegal was now made illegal because the government wanted it to. And now, and now they're cracking down on people protesting in Ottawa. Oh, but then, like, all of a sudden, if it's something that they agree with, like, the Ukrainian protests a couple of days later, and I understand the Ukrainian protest was not in the same scale and in the same uh, contempt of the government. It was more of a, a, a protest against Russia's invasion. And that I understand. And, and I, I do understand that. However, if you're going to allow one protest, you should allow the other one. One does not supersede the other. And I don't... You may not agree with the one, and I understand that because I don't entirely agree with the one. But you can't get rid of one and let the other happen as if nothing was wrong and then go on and preach about democracy. That's... Fintrack even said there was no evidence of foreign collusion or or foreign money coming in or evidence of suspicious terrorist activity through the financial sector none of that and and just because a member of the liberal government says that oh there is there's going to be an attempted throw over despite various government agencies separate that are not partisan have said otherwise that that ha- multiple agencies have said otherwise but yet cbc and the liberal party are on this tangent and there's no evidence or facts coming out towards them or from them and that has placed a lot of mistrust in canadians and in the media canadians in the media really but nevertheless this whole disappointing thing has definitely shown shown one thing. And, and people do forget this. I'm a lover of the crown, and I will always love Queen Elizabeth. And I will always want to have a crown. However, people do forget that living in a kingdom comes with situations like this. At the end of the day, the... The Crown controls Canada, and the government and the citizens will do what it takes to protect the Crown. Canada is a constitutional monarchy. We are a kingdom, and people forget that. And that comes with some things that may seem undemocratic. And that goes for the people that live in the United Kingdom. It's literally in your name. I don't know how else to say it. So, stay fresh, continue listening, check all my other uh, episodes if you'd like, and I will talk to you guys in a bit. Bye.